Hello and welcome to Matt Delia is Confused. This is Matt Delia, a.k.a. M. Diesel. This is the first episode in a couple or maybe even a few weeks that has not been a Sunday service, although I will be doing another Sunday service this Sunday. And that will be the way I do it moving forward. There will be one regular episode during the week and there will be another Sunday service on Sunday. <clears throat> As I said, uh, when I made this announcement on Sunday, these episodes moving forward, at least the solo ones, will be about 30 to 40 minutes. No longer an hour. Interview episodes will be coming back, and those will remain an hour or an hour plus. Um, <clears throat> yeah, vax shit. I feel like right now there's like a weird moment in the in the vaccination situation because everybody that that really wanted to get vaxxed was uh either is, has already been vaxxed or is in the process of getting vaxxed or at least has an appointment for vaccination but you know we were vaccinating like i think like three and a half million people a day very recently and now that's numbers like already tumbling to under three million a day and it looks to me like it's all the people that were eager to get it, myself included, um, have either already gotten it or like me are in the process of getting it. I got my first shot, getting my second shot in the middle of May. <clears throat> so we're at this weird place that I'm curious to see how that unfolds moving forward. Um, I saw, I've been seeing quite a bit about this Joe Rogan controversy which usually anything called the Joe Rogan controversy is such a non-thing. Anytime Joe Rogan's in trouble for saying something, I'm just like, Joe Rogan's in trouble for saying something? He's a fucking comedian who his entire career has talked about really fucking like adult graphic drug sex shit. Wow, why are we fucking surprised? I know he has the most enormous fucking podcast in the world. Um, so he gets a lot of attention when he says something that, whether it's people on the right disagree with or woke motherfuckers disagree with. Um, <clears throat> but this last one I found actually genuinely annoying and just straight dumb. He was talking about how if you're young and healthy, you shouldn't get the vaccination. As if we all live in worlds where there's one person and that one person is us. So he caught heat, you know, uh, for that shit. And and I don't, I don't even know who, I watched the clip, I don't know who his guest was, but his guest said something even dumber. And he, he, he got all high and mighty and he was like, well, you know, everybody likes a virtue signal about it and all this virtue signaling, you know, I, I don't care, you could signal all you want, but I'm not, I'm not putting some shot in my arm. Some experimental shot in the arm of my child. To that, I would say, no shit, you're not. And guess what? Guess how I know you're not? Because the fucking vaccine isn't even approved for kids yet. So no one, not only is no one 
making you get it or virtue signaling that they made their child get it so you should too no one's child is getting it people just want to be so as here, here's the thing as much as people want to virtue signal who are provax the same amount the other people want to fucking be rebellious and 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 sort of tout their ability to deny it to say i don't want it everyone should fucking relax obviously everyone who can get vaxxed should get vaxxed there are people out there though that are like well i'm healthy anyway that is short-sighted do what you want do what you fucking want obviously it's optional but you're you're not the only motherfucker in the world you want shit to reopen? You want shit to get back to normal quicker? Just get the fucking shot. What's with all you people? You won't succumb to the pressure from the outside. You succumb to the pressure on the, uh, from the outside about every other fucking thing. Again, it's just like the thing with, whoa, what's in it? What's in it? What's in the fucking hamburger you ate yesterday? It's the same shit. It's so inconsistent. It's like the thing... When people talk about the vac- vaccine on one side or the other three quarters of their fucking brain turns off and they just turn into monkeys who are just like slamming shit around (laughs) just if you can get the shot get the shot why the world will return to normal quicker and that's the thing everybody fucking wants Hmm. And I'm just like fucking. since fucking DMX passed. Anytime someone annoys me or bothers me or something bothers me, I hear that in my head. So now every time I talk about something that bothers me or frustrates me or whatever, I'm going to fucking play that song. It's a shame I don't have video yet. I'll have video going by this uh, the middle of the summer. But it's a shame you can't see how I fucking dance to that when I play it. Soon enough, though, giving you all something to fucking look forward to. Also, now that the pandemic is, it's it's sort of, I don't know, I don't want to say it's ending because it's not over, but it's obviously uh, COVID rates are going down, death rates are going down, and it looks like by sometime in May, they will be like very significantly down, which is great. And as I'm looking ahead at the end, I guess, of this, the beginning of the end of this, I'm reflecting on some of the shit that uh, we all experienced, we endured, that I just sort of noticed as it was happening. First and foremost, the face ID thing on our phones. Anybody who has an iPhone uh, has now a newer iPhone has face ID. And now on the newest iPhones, you don't even have the option to not do face ID. So 
here's the problem. We were wearing masks, or I mean, we still are wearing masks, but even outside, until recently, everyone was supposed to wear a mask. So the CDC came out, I think it was maybe earlier this week, and they said if you're vaccinated and you're outside, unless you're jam-packed like sardines at some kind of sporting event or concert, you don't need to wear your mask. But until now, we were all, I guess, in theory, wearing our masks outside even. I was too. Now, I'm someone who uses my phone just as much as the next person. Anytime I would close my phone and then try to reopen it when I had my mask on was so fucking annoying. You end up just like pulling down your mask to open your phone. How fucking weird is that? If you if you were just fucking 20 years ago, looking ahead 20 years, at someone with an iPhone, which didn't exist, pulling down a mask, which no one wore. It's just so fucking weird. And I guess what I'm getting at is, hey, $100 billion companies, hook us up. Help us out. Make an update for the fucking iPhone that is mask friendly, that is set for this world where everyone's wearing a fucking mask. You want us to wear a mask? Make it easier. Let us unlock our phone somehow. You had a fucking year. We're a year into this now, more. Make the face ID work in tandem, in concert with the mask situation, okay? And I'm just like, fucking... So there's that. So there's that. So there's fucking that, but there's a worse one. Because I know that's, look, I'm not like a fucking tech person. But I know that's probably asking a lot to be like, well, there's a fucking pandemic now. Hey, hey, Apple. Hey, fucking. Hey, Tim Apple. (laughs) Fucking shit. Remember when Trump called Tim Cook Tim Apple and then tried to be like, I didn't call him Tim Apple. That was the, that boiled down. That was the most Trumpian shit ever. He just called a guy whose name everyone knows, Tim Cook. He called him Tim Apple into a microphone. We all heard it. We all laughed. Everyone laughed because that's fucking idiotic. And then later on Twitter, he was like, I didn't say that. I didn't say Tim Apple. And then you just go back and play the tape and he says, Tim Apple. Then you read the tweet. I didn't say Tim Apple. And you're just like, "Uh, that is not true. But I get it. It was hard for Tim. It was probably not easy for Tim Apple to make that adjustment. Here's something that I think was probably easier, and this drove me fucking nuts, still does drive me nuts. Anytime you go to any store and you want to pay with a card, you have to fucking touch the shit everyone else touched. Isn't everyone telling everyone to wear a mask, to not fucking 
breathe on everybody or be breathed on to not be circulating to be not to be breathing air in a room that has no circulation and also not to touch the things everyone else is touching without washing your hands or using some kind of san- hand sanitizer san sanitizer sanitizer studio um and yet anytime you go to fucking walgreens anytime you go to a 711 anytime you go to anywhere and try to pay with a credit card you got to fucking touch a fucking thing that everyone else touched figure that out for us help us out this has been bothering me for so long i can't believe i haven't talked about this on the fucking show and like when i'm there i'm i'm i'm, a, I'm kind of a hypochondriac anyway like before any of this or rather regardless of any of this but whatever i'm not like a crazy person about it but now ever since all this shit started it like triggered my hypochondriac shit so anytime I can, like when I'm at the bank, at a fucking ATM, I like fold, wrap my finger in my shirt or something like a fucking lunatic and hit the buttons that I have to hit. But now because it's all touchscreen shit, it has to touch your skin. So that doesn't fucking work. So I got to touch it with my fucking finger that everyone else is doing to everyone else is doing that too. Make it easier for us. Make it easier for us to do all the things all of us are trying to fucking do. And I'm just like, fuck it. Y'all gonna make me lose my mind. Up in here, up in here. Y'all gonna make me go all out. Up in here, up in here. Y'all gonna make me act a fool Up in here, up in here Y'all gonna make me lose my cool Up in here, up in here You know what I mean? <clears throat> With our arms wide open By the way, I, ever since I did that fucking episode about the guy from Creed and Colin Farrell being identical twins <clears throat> Cool, my voice is gonna hurt like a motherfucker after uh, doing DMX voice right there Ever since I did that episode, every fucking minute, whether I'm doing it out loud or just in my head, I'm still singing to myself, with arms wide open. And that, let me tell you right now, that is the worst song to have stuck in your fucking head. I'd rather have Baby Shark stuck in my head. Um, with arms wide open, Colin Farrow is my fucking twin. Even though that's not public knowledge, it's fucking true. Cool, it's 90 degrees uh, in LA, and you know what that means? That means. I'm really fucking hot while I'm recording the podcast. Which is great. Um, 
fuck it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a break now. I've been. Uh, this is the new format, so I'm gonna take a break now and cool off a little bit, and I'll be back with the rest. Kick. Don't go anywhere. Matt Delia is confused. We'll return right after the break. And I'm back. That's what I wanted to talk about. I wanted to talk about the fucking Oscars. And here's how much the Oscars... For Just go backwards a little bit. I think I talked about this a little bit last week. I haven't watched the Oscars in years. They tend to depress me as someone who loves movies and works in movies for a living. Uh, I, I, can't, I can't say this about this year. Because, again, I didn't really see nearly enough of the movies that were nominated. Or just any enough of the movies from this year, and this last year anyway. It was a weird year. Theaters weren't open. I rarely saw new movies. Um, way less than I usually do. So this year, I can't even say this is true. But in the past, I've had... Um, and some years are exceptions, obviously. It's not a uniform blanket rule. But in my lifetime, the Oscars have increasingly... Um, nominated movies that fucking suck. And the Oscars have always been fucking stupid. Um, to a degree. I mean, there's, there's something to, I guess, be said about celebrating movies every year, new ones, but it all just seems like such bullshit the way people are about it. What bothers me the most is how people talk about the Oscar race, like months out. Like, there'll be fucking articles on Variety and Hollywood Reporter and fucking IndieWire and being Vanity Fair being like, the Oscar race is heating up. What? How, how fucking... How, how few ideas do you have? The Oscars are in four months and you're going to talk about fucking Francis McDormand's chances of winning an Oscar? Who the fucking fuck... Who... Who cares? I honestly don't know who cares. Besides Frances McDormand. And honestly, she won. And I doubt she even gives a shit. So she doesn't even care. Bef- um, I did see like l- tiny pieces of the Oscars this year. Uh, because I was curious as to how that shit was going to work. Because obviously they didn't do it. In the tip- I think they usually do it at the shrine. Um, and they couldn't do that. They were very few people it looked like it was at some fucking banquet hall it looked like a kiwanis club meeting um so i didn't watch but the ratings they got and i know i i i'm positive i'm i just want to preface it with this i'm positive the ratings were as bad as they were because of the pandemic and the wa- the fa- the wa- the fact that it was different this year it looked like a Kiwanis club meeting it wasn't going to have the pomp and the friffery that it usually does you know the fucking red carpet shit and like the the whole uh uh, uh pad all the pageantry was sort of not going to be there this year and i think people kind of knew that or sensed that either that or also i don't think i think a lot of people like me also didn't see a lot of movies this year so I think this year was uh, bound to have the worst ratings of all time. 
But the reason I bring up the ratings and the Oscars in the first place is because guess who? And I, this is this is fucking perfect. This is dis, a distilled thing that uh, I think is symbolic and, and 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 fucking interesting. Donald Trump decided to uh, uh, in the last couple of weeks he's been a little bit more present because he went away for a couple months. Just hiding at Mar-a-Lago. God, I would love to have fucking camera footage of him just sitting around Mar-a-Lago, you know, in the last few months. <clears throat> but in the last couple weeks, he's had more to say. He's been a little bit more present. He's been doing crazed Fox News interviews and shit. He came out last night was the uh, State of the Union. Trump was on Fox, Maria Bartolomo's show, just fucking going off about who knows what uh, it's easy to not listen to him anymore because he's not president and who gives a fuck but what i found interesting was that he's come forward relatively speaking about very little he's had very little to say about anything and one of the things maybe one of the first significant statements that he made since he's not president anymore was about the oscars and I, 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 I was struck with, well, first of all, let me just read what he said about the Oscars. Because it was the most, like, oh, you're just right back. You're just right back to what you were before you entered the fray of politics. Just the fucking, the troll of all trolls. Here we go. So this is his statement after the Oscars aired the other night. What used to be called the Academy Awards and now is called the, quote, Oscars, a far less important and elegant name, K, had the lowest television ratings in recorded history, even much lower than last year, which set another record low. If they keep with the current ridiculous formula, it will only get worse, if that's possible. Go back 15 years, look at the formula they then used, change the name back to in all caps, the Academy Awards. Don't be so politically correct and boring and do it right. And then in all caps again. Also, bring back a great host. These television people spend all their time thinking about how to promote the Democrat Party, which is destroying our country, and cancel conservatives and Republicans. That formula certainly hasn't worked very well for the Academy. Okay. Well, as we know, who gives a fuck? But I was struck with the fact that he's already just back into his original zone, which is just being like, oh, fuck that thing, you know, and just being loud, critical and fucking blustery about shit without any real like actual institutional power anymore. So basically, he's just back to being fucking Donald Trump, who's just going to snipe at the Oscars. And yet the entire Republican Party of the United States is still under his control. Do you know how fucking weird that is? In a year from now, Trump's just going to be spouting off nonstop about whatever the fuck cultural thing that comes down in front of his eyes. And he's going to have, like, sway over fucking the Republican senators and Republican congressmen and women. That is so fucking weird. <clears throat> I 
it's going to be a weird fucking couple of years. In a year, we're going to be like, that's, it's going to be especially weird because we're going to look back and think, oh, that's so weird. That guy was president. But then it's also going to be extra weird because then we're going to say, is he just going to run again and just be president again? It's like the weirdest fucking limbo. We're going to wonder if that really happened because it feels like all like a weird jumbled dream nightmare. And then we're going to look toward the future and, and be wondering if it's concerned or whatever, if it's going to happen again. Fucking weird world. I'm still pissed at, at fucking Tim Apple and all those people that make those credit card things. Don't make us touch it. Figure it out. You are billions and billions and billions. You're billions and billions of dollars. Make a new th- system so I don't have to touch the thing that the last person touched and the next person is going to touch. I will remember this, corporations. Um, <clears throat> oh, fucking hell, yeah. I want to talk about this. I want to talk about this. Um, I've noticed something... Weird. I've noticed something really strange lately. And this is not even... Maybe if you guys all have um, iPhones, you might know. But there's like Apple News. I think you might have to sign up for it for it to start actually happening on your on your phone. But I have a thing on my phone called Apple News that you might have as well. And over time, it starts to understand what you read. And then in its own weird algorithmic way, it spins out similar, spits out similar things to pop up on your phone as personalized news items that you mu- you're more likely to be interested in than other news items, which I actually think is a problem as it is. Stop giving me the things that you, at stop, show, stop showing me things that the algorithm that you created thinks I want to see. Because how often does this happen? I'll see a news story and think, how is that a news story? That's so fucking dumb. That is the dumbest headline I've ever seen. And then guess what happens? Only one thing happens. Click. So the algorithm shit should go out the fucking window. Don't worry about what I tap on. Worry about what I don't tap on. Show me the shit I don't tap on. But no, they want me to keep my phone in my hand because it's better for business. That's bad. That That is bad incentives all the way down. But the way that algorithm should work is it should specifically not keep showing me things like the kinds of things that I clicked on. Because I'm only clicking on shit that I'm like, what the fuck is that? That's not news. Because then I want to read a little bit of it to be like, oh, I was wrong. That really is news. Rarely am I ever wrong about that. But lately what I've specifically noticed, and I really don't know a lot about um, this particular publication. I don't know if it's left-leaning or right-leaning. I thought it was a serious publication, though. Newsweek. So we all know what Newsweek is. It's like it used to be a big magazine. Anytime, if you're fucking over the age of 18, anytime you go to check out at a grocery store or wherever, there's always a Newsweek near the Time magazine, your fucking GQ, National Enquirer, whatever the fuck. It's a major, major, major magazine. For some reason, every time I go to Apple News, in the, in, there's like six or seven stories that come up that they 
are, are like offering you. You can go to the home page where there's all the stories where they put the ones that they think you want at the top. But when you slide, when you swipe left on your phone, like six or seven that they think you would want to read come up. And I made a mistake once of clicking on one of these by Newsweek. And now it keeps happening. And every time I see it, I click on it out of like, it's like an anger click. I'm like, what? Oh, fucking another one of these? How? How? And the specific, it's a specific kind of story that Newsweek is apparently fucking interested in. And I guess there's thousands of assholes like me who are clicking on this, hopefully for the same reason as I, I am. Because one thing is for sure, if they keep writing a similar uh, uh, kind of story kind of with a kind of headline, it, it's because it's getting a lot of clicks. If they were writing a kind of story with a certain kind of headline that no one was clicking on, it wouldn't get written about, which is its own kind of problem. Again, the incentives of the news industry are all fucked up. <clears throat> but this kind of news story, I forget what the very first one was, but this has happened... I mean, maybe eight times now. And this isn't the last like month. This isn't over a very long period of time. But Newsweek, Newsweek that I actually really fucking thought was a real publication. Under its world section, okay? This is in its world section. Sometimes magazines like CNN or websites, they have like things that, uh, their stories are filed under, like entertainment, sports, politics. This one's filed under world, okay? Which I would I would imagine the implication is it's news for the whole world. Or news about the world, as in the globe, as in things that affect people globally, right? But here's the headline. This is the one I saw today. I don't remember what the first one was, and I don't remember what the seven in between are. I'll Google it after this. I'll just put in Newsweek and the other word, the keyword that apparently Newsweek is interested in reporting about. And that word is TikTok. Newsweek, Newsweek, the publication I thought was a real publication, keeps writing articles about things that are happening on TikTok. Now, if... People were being murdered or sidelined or silenced or whatever on TikTok. Maybe kind of interesting. Maybe worth news. In Newsweek. Maybe. Probably. But here's this story that I saw today. What is the, quote, sundress challenge? Question mark. TikTok bans it for violating guidelines. I mean, what? What, you want me to not click on that? I gotta fucking dive into that despair. No, what are you, but this is not, this is just not news. Here's what the article says. With the weather starting to warm up and summer just around the corner, lots of people are sensing an opportunity to wear a trusty sundress again. However, many may be slightly put off the garment when they hear about a recent TikTok ban. The so-called sundress challenge is not simply about donning your favorite floaty frock and showing it off online. Alas, it is far more risque and unsavory. Shockingly, it reportedly involves having sex in public places, such as a park, field, or bench. Newsweek has not seen any TikTok posts using the phrase sundress challenge and has ta comment contacted TikTok for comment. 
However, many have discussed it on Twitter. So first of all, the person writing it hasn't even seen the thing that is purportedly out there. So it goes on. Sexual activity is unlawful in most states, which is no doubt one of the reasons behind the TikTok ban. Some state laws explicitly criminalize public sexual activity, while others law while others while other laws are broader, according to criminaldefenselawyer.com. You know, just don't be more of a journalist. Don't look up laws on criminaldefenselawyer.com. What the fuck? Currently, attempts to type in the word sundress into the search bar on the video sharing site are met with a message that reads this phrase may be associated with behavior or content that violates our guidelines. Quote, promoting a safe and positive experience is TikTok's top priority. For more information, we invite you to review our community guidelines. Written in the social media app's guidelines, it says, we strive to create a platform that feels welcoming and safe. We do not allow nudity, pornography, or sexually explicit content on our platform. We also prohibit content depicting or supporting non-consensual sexual acts, the sharing of non-consensual intimate imagery, and adult sexual solicitation. Despite the ban, this has not stopped many taking to Twitter to discuss it. Which, by the way, Twitter is like, I don't get how this is true, but you could just go on Twitter and within a second find the most hardcore graphic porn on Twitter, where I know kids are. Now, I wouldn't say I have a problem with that because I don't know if I do. Shouldn't most people have a problem with that? Like, isn't that the kind of thing that people have a problem with? I never hear anybody talking about that. And then it goes on to quote Twitter. First of all, what even is the sundress challenge? This article is 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 insane. It says it's talking about a thing and they're not even telling us what the thing is because they haven't even seen the thing. I would imagine... If I had five minutes, I could find one of these videos. This fucking writer is utterly inept. Not only do they write this story, they can't even fucking get the information that the story requires. Fucking idiot. One Twitter user, at EmotionlessBruh. <laughs> I fucking... I, Twitter handles when they're uh, um, referenced in like otherwise serious articles or whatever are fucking hilarious. It'll just be like Jimbo's cock three, two, one. You know what I mean? Says anyway, emotionless bra wrote girlfriend said she'd do the sundress challenge. Life's not so bad. Another person, Victoria Fedak tweeted. I want to participate in the See how many places you can do it in. Do it in with what your BF in a sundress challenge this summer, but I'm missing the BF part. Ah, Sad. A third, Liz Worley added, Who's trying to do the sundress challenge with me this summer? Ah! While a fourth, at Crystal BB, BBY, like baby, because obviously Crystal Baby was taken, commented, I'd like to remind you lot that doing the sundress challenge anywhere that is a public place is not only very illegal and gross. That's not a complete tweet. This article, this, okay, okay. Here's the deal. I just read you, without even knowing I was going to do it, by the way. I just read you the absolute single worst news article 
in the history of fucking journalism. That is astoundingly fucking soul-suckingly stupid. And they just, they, it's just tick, TikTok fucking headlines. A Google Newsweek TikTok. Police officers investigated for TikTok videos mocking them. Sundress, there's that one. Two TikTokers who, are, who parodied Turkish passport arrested. 20 products that have sold out because of TikTok. Five tricks to take better photos according to TikTok. There's so fucking many. Googling Newsweek and TikTok is. They're fucking endless. Hey, Newsweek. Stop. You're Newsweek. You know what I mean? You're Newsweek. You're a real news outlet. Stop doing. Stop writing stories about things that are trending on fucking TikTok. Talking about when this writer, when this brilliant writer was uh, uh, listing the comments on Twitter, it made me think of something that has driven me crazy since it since it was first became a thing, and that's when there's a movie, when there's press for a movie, whether it's like an ad or a poster or a billboard or whatever. And a pull quote, a pull quote is like when Peter Travers is like simply ravishing, says Peter Travers of Rolling Stone. A tour de force, says Rex Reed of InsideHisOwnAsshole.com. That's a pull quote. But now, and this is not that new, this is like maybe... Maybe 10 years old, but maybe not quite. Something like that. But it's everywhere now. Where there will be a pull quote by some fucking asshole. And by that, I don't mean the person who said it is an asshole. By that, I mean just some random fuck who isn't even named on the ad because it only mentions their fucking Twitter handle. So it'll literally be a fucking ad for a movie and it'll just be like, I loved it, exclamation point. And then it'll, and then the end quote and then dash and then an at sign. And then it's just like, Scandinavian Brava, 86. You know what I mean? El Destructo, 86. And you're just like, what? You're at a fucking loss. You're at a complete loss. Because who the fuck is Scandinavian brother 86? And why would I give a fuck what Scandinavian brother 86 thinks? I don't even give a fuck what Peter Travers thinks. How could I give a fuck about what somebody who I don't even know who it is thinks? You're just... you're. Basically, what the ad is saying is someone liked it. That's not good advertising. That is the 
the, the lowest hanging fruit of advertising. S one person liked this thing we made. Come pay for it now. I mean, how fucking low is the bar to get us to care about shit? Scandinavian brother, 86 of Twitter raves. I liked it with like a spelling mistake, you know? I liked it a lot, and a lot has no space between the A and the L. And frankly, I'm just like, fucking... Uh. Woo! Y'all gonna make me lose my mind. Up in here, up in here. Well, oh, would you look at that? Exactly 40 minutes. The new format. If it's too short, you let me know. I may not listen to you, but I will care what you have to say. If it's just right, you let me know. Then I will really care what you have to say, because then you'll basically be complimenting me in an idea of mine, Then I will appreciate that. Uh, but let me know what you think of the shorter format and two episodes instead of a longer format and one episode a week. Um, mugs are on the motherfucking way they will be up on the website soon uh, I believe we still have shit in stock shirts and hoodies at mattdelia.com slash store get yours before they go away again and we gotta restock that shit I love you all, stay safe if you can get fucking ga bakasata please um Okay, yeah, it's 30 fucking gajillion degrees in here. I'm going to go cool off. I love you all. I will talk to you on fucking Sunday for Sunday fucking service. Okay.